Lucky number 13, here we are. I know I missed last week, but I needed to take a break. That's what self-care is all about. But I am back, I'm rejuvenated, and I'm ready. Our guest today is Aurora Singh, a comedian that hails from Sacramento. Something that led me to want to do this show is really looking at people's different experiences uh, through an intersectional lens. We all embody different identity vectors at the same time, and we all navigate those paths differently based on our uniqueness. And so I really feel like Aurora embodies that intersectionality in a layered, beautiful way. And so here we go. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited you're here. Okay, this is, I'm really getting to know you for the first time right now. I know. This me is too. my first time meeting you. This, it's such a weird first time because we're both like, we're just like, like both kind of like, oh, this is real life and let's see how each other are but right? we're in an interview like you're interviewing me this is is this how people should meet always i think so on a podcast yeah, the first time you're gonna meet we need to record it <laughs> we need to make sure we can yeah we need video it. and audio evidence that everyone was yeah. cool and so us getting to know each other i'm gonna ask the question i always ask if you were a kitchen appliance <laughs> it could be electric or not Okay. What kitchen appliance would you be? You know, it could be anything in the kitchen. If you want to be a broom that's in the closet of a kitchen. Okay. I'll allow that space. Okay. The way you set it up was so dramatic. <laughs> it was like, all right, we're going to ask this question. We ask everybody. <laughs> we and ask I was the intense like, questions here. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, what is it? Um, okay. Kitchen appliance. Um, ooh, okay. I think I'd be the freezer. Okay. Okay. Cold blooded. Okay, Aurora. The motherfucking freezer. Yeah, right? I think I think I'd be the freezer because I am a little cold. Okay. But people need me. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I don't. I think so. I, I don't like know. That. Without reading into it, without much thought, that was the first thing my no, brain went to. No, that's good. You. You. <laughs> yes. You can be cold, but people need, and we do yeah. need the freezer. We right. need ice. Have you gone to like a hotel or like someone's, and they don't have a freezer, and you're like, "What are you? Where are you? All we needed all, was ice. Where, where is all the good stuff? Yeah. Where's all the ice cream in the freezer? The meats. Yeah. The uh, the ice. The curly fries. The curly fries. Yep. Everything you need is in the freezer. Jeez. And yeah, it's a little chilly and it's dark. There's no light in there. Yeah. Right? I'm soulless. Yeah. Right? The freezer. <laughs> there we go. I even use the freezer for my dog's treats. That's what I'm I put Bernie's carrots, soak them in broth, and then I put them in the freezer. Oh my yep. gosh. Makes the best Humans treats. and dogs. Mm -hmm. Okay, girl. <laughs> Everybody needs me. I my was, man and my motherfucking dog. I was dog. like a little nervous to say freezer because I was like, that's like really cold. But I was like, you know what? People yeah. have told me I'm blunt and that I come off real strong. So I'm like, I guess that's that's what it is. What does that feel like as a woman being called <laughs> blunt? It feels like really annoying. Does, do you feel like people mean to say bitch. Yeah. They say yeah. They're like they, you're, you're really... such a blunt. Because I found it's out. Blunt. I found and and I I literally was talking to a comic about it last weekend, and he was he was like, well, what? Give me an example. And I go, okay. Well, recently a comic asked me, well, what do you think about me applying to this festival that was like a it's like a bigger festival? Um, and I looked at them and I was like, well. You know, it's really good to apply to festivals, even if you think you're not ready, because then they can see you grow over time. <laughs> what politi politically correct <laughs> answer, he, though, and, you and know? And the comic looked at me and was like, that's the black mama in you, honey. That's the black. <laughs> and I was like, 
is it? Oh my there God. Because go. it's like blunt and honest, but I wasn't straight it's up like, love. you're not ready. But it's like, you should. I, I yeah. encourage everyone to apply to every festival. Yeah. But like, I don't think you're going to get in. But it, I don't say that. Yeah. And who knows? Like, maybe yeah. they will. And yeah. that's, that's why you didn't say, I don't think you're going to get in. You said you should give it a shot. And maybe, right. you know, they'll see you grow. And if they do get in, you're like, fuck, good for them. So cold. Yeah. But you needed to hear it. Yeah. You needed it. You needed like it. Like a freezer. You know what? I'll take it. Okay. I'll, I'll remember that about our friendship moving forward. Because I'm so fucking sensitive. You said you were, you needed tissue because you are going to make me cry. I got excited. I was like, yes, we're going to cry. I love fucking crying. We're finally going to cry on this Oh, show. don't get me wrong. I am also a crier. Sometimes that freezer shuts off and everything starts to kind of melt out of it. I'm right there, okay? No, that's, that's good to know. I always feel like I, once I know which people in my life are blunt, you know, of course I'm that friend that's sometimes like, you know, but then also I'm like, this is a chance for me to grow and try to maybe accept this. Yeah. Uh, from friends. So, you know, I and just, I do appreciate my new therapist. Mm. She's a 55 year old uh, black woman. She gives me Issa Rae when she's 55. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's my therapist now. And she tell it like it is, honey. She'd yes. be like, bop, bop, bop. And I'm like, oh, fuck. We need that. So we now I have that. to talk to my friends that actually cater to those things that I'm like, I got to cheat on my therapist so I can talk to somebody else. That yeah. makes me feel like I know what she's giving me is good advice, but sometimes I need a little bit of this. Yeah, a little bit of like cushion. Yeah, she's like, no, we're going to fix it. And this is how we fix it. I'm like, okay, you're right. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to be a star. You know what I just, I recently read, and when I say recently read, I mean saw on TikTok, yeah. um, <laughs> is that... If you're in a space where you don't feel like you can tell your friend the honest truth, yeah. then you're not in a space to grow. Yeah. And I that blew my mind. Because if you can't, like, be on, like, obviously, like, that situation, you can't, I can't just be like, you're not going to make it into this festival. Yeah. Because what do I know? Yeah. I, all the things, right? I don't yeah. know. You could do it and then make it. I don't know. But if I don't have the freedom to tell somebody that, then we're both not growing in that situation. Like, then they hear that and they go, okay, well, Maybe I should apply and then maybe they get in. Great. Maybe I don't get in. But the next year they don't get the they apply again. They yeah. learned. They got better. We grew. We yeah. grew. Right. I think that's a really exciting thing to do with friends. Yeah. Like growing. Like I love my long term friends and I'm like, wow, did you just that's some real like I remember <laughs> I remember 2008 you. Mm. You would have never done that. Right? And look at fucking you. Yeah. And it's like it's like nice. It's like look at us. But then. I guess going into friendships now, at least in my 30s, I'm realizing that some friends don't allow that space. And I'm really hitting a point where it's like, wow, I really have to understand who are my real friends that nourish me, but also challenge me in beneficial ways. Mm -hmm. um, and then sometimes I'm like, fuck, why are my oldest friends the ones that I feel like could be the problem? Cut em. So Cut it's em. hard. So I guess how do you, what are, what's your, are you in your, are you in your 30s? Or? I'm 31. Okay, so yeah. you are there. Yeah, I'm you in You are it. there <laughs> learning about your friends and shit. What, uh, are you, what are you feeling like? Like, I cut a lot of people out of my life. Yeah. There's that freezer right there. Yeah, that's the freezer part. But it, I, it wasn't Get always. Get that freezer burn. They, <laughs> <laughs> they got the freezer burn. And I'm talking like blocked. It's like, oh, okay, blocked, your cranberry absolutely. juice helps yeah. with that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just put a little aloe. I sent them a little aloe after. I was like, are you guys okay? No. Um, no, I cut them. I cut them. I had some really toxic friendships yeah. um, all through, like, some in high school, through my early 20s. Got married 
then the pandemic happened and that was like a really important like big time in my life to like sit back reflect and I realized what you just said these are friends that I was like I want to be friends with them so 40 years I can be like we've been friends for 40 years but then I'm but then I was like is that the only reason because every time I'm done talking to these group of girls I feel worse about myself I feel self-conscious I'm tired and then I started to notice because you start to like in the pandemic we started to hang out in pods Mm -hmm. right and so I had my pod and I was like god when I hang out with these people I feel energized better confident inspired and I was like why don't I feel like that with these girls and I was like because these girls are toxic They're bringing me down. They're making me feel bad. And then I went to therapy and I realized that they were a big source of my issues. Yeah. And I didn't feel like it was a space where I could even talk to them about it. I feel like that's something that's good that you're like sitting with it. And I feel like that's something all of us should do is after we hang out with someone really like sit with how we feel after. Like, do you feel exhausted? Do you feel, I don't know, unmotivated or like worse discouraged or yeah yeah, bad about yourself and it's not even like I want it's not like my friends always have to be upbeat I was hanging Mm -hmm. out with people who were going through things too and like in a sense it would be like draining but not in a way that was like I left and I was like oh god I need to decompress it was like I it was growing and that was the difference hanging out with friends that are we're both challenging each other yeah and then we grow at the end of the you know situation versus friends that are literally just tearing me down and making me feel worse about myself being bullies honestly like just being straight bullies like making fun of the the clothes i would choose to wear the jewelry they would be like oh that's gaudy you know whatever and i'm like but in my culture like in my household growing up haitian indian like we're colorful. We like yeah. we like diamonds. We like things to shine and sparkle because that's a reflection of how we feel about life. Yeah. And they didn't respect that. Yeah. They would use derogatory t- terms towards that and yeah. it just would make me feel shitty. Then when I cut them off, my comedy career got like way better. Oh my gosh, there you go. You remove the toxins out yeah. of things. You remove the weeds out of your garden. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, look at all this space for shit to grow. Exactly. Because I started going on stage, I'd wear more sparkles. I'd wear more uh, makeup. I'd be more confident. I'd be louder. I just because I'm louder. That's yeah. like we're we're loud. You know how like when you're with your Indian family, people are talking, laughing, dancing, music. Yeah. Right. You're so, always learning how to have a conversation over music. That is like <laughs> that life. Yes. Yes. So I, I started to become more of me and I started to realize people around me that were supportive of me being me. Yeah. And then I got funnier. I got more myself, more confident. So cut them. I love that part of the 30s. Outside of getting rid of (laughs) shitty people in your life, understanding boundaries Mm -hmm. with people is really feeling yourself. Yeah. Getting into your own vibe. Yeah. And that's and that's not without saying there's a mourning too, right? Mm -hmm. Like of course. There's like I've there's a grieving period. Absolutely. And I'm still working through that. Like I I saw a group of them like hanging out together on social media um, through an, a mutual friends post because I, like I said, I blocked all yeah. of them. Um, and that hurt. It did hurt. It kind of like triggered me in a sense. Yeah. So I know that it's still something I'm mourning and like working through. But at the end of the day, I'm like, God, I am, I am so much stronger and better and more colorful without them. And that's yeah. what I try and like remind myself when I like get in that little, you know, yeah. cloud of like. What do, do I do? Yeah. or maybe missing as we do. It's easy to remember the good times and, yeah, you know, mourn. There yeah. you go. Yeah, so we're mourn mourning. We're yeah. better, but we're still mourning, and it's just like a human reaction. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think it's a really healthy way of looking at it. I try, man. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> you, you, you're, you're not that cold. Look at you. So you mentioned, which is another thing I really wanted to talk about. So you're Haitian and Indian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey. yeah. My, my That's really progressive for back in the day, I will say. I know. I, my, my mom has a thing for Indian men. Okay. She, like, loves She's bo- fetishizing <laughs> our men. Okay, okay. I like it. See it in the reverse. I like that. Indian men need to be sexualized more. Good yes, for your mom. Yes, She's fucking progressive. Okay, she's ahead of Hollywood. <laughs> They're just getting it in with Kumal Nanjiani being I'm all. Telling, right? And I, I see pictures of my mom and dad from the past. I'm like, they were a hot couple. Okay. Are you kidding? But like, oh, yes. But yeah, my mom is from Haiti, uh, immigrated when she was 16 to the East Coast, like Northeast. And then my dad is Punjabi. Um, and they met in Sacramento at like a birthday party. What the state capital where yeah. the diversity is. <laughs> right. That's There's, great. I mean, besides Kamala Harris, I don't. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know many other like black and Indian. Many other Blindians, yeah. right? There, you know, the Blindian the Blindian community is growing, but I think there's just a lot of. If I'm honest, I think there's a lot of racism within Indian culture against the black community. Yeah, and so I think that's what makes it hard for Indians that are trying to break free because of the stigmatization, and then it's like a threat. Of like you being broken off from your family when you're a collectivistic culture, so mm-hmm. it's like the threat of that. So then you sacrifice sometimes true love for that. But now people are getting empowered. Now people are saying, "Look, mom, okay, if you want to be a part of my life, you're gonna have to deal with this." And mom's yeah. like, "Oh my god, I don't want to lose my kid." Okay, okay, <laughs> okay, let's go to E40 concert. Yeah. You know, like whatever. I will learn your culture. You know, it's like okay, mom. Good. And then they do, and they're like, "Oh, this is yeah." Okay, right? this is fun. Right? E40, let's go. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. My God. That was a pretty old name drop. No, he's come back around. He got kicked out of a, a He got kicked out of the game, game right? Yeah. yeah Why so was she yelling at him? She was he was getting heckled by a Karen or something. I, I don't know. I just saw it on the news. That's what I do when I'm in hotels. I just watch the news. I'm hoping she was just were her, like saying the lyrics. I'm hoping yeah. she was just like, Jesus Christ that dread, so shake him. <laughs> like she was like this close to saying the N word and everyone's like, Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, Karen. <laughs> They're like, Eforty, you need to leave before she starts saying it. All right. Yeah, no, no I um, agree, though. I do think that there is some um, there is some racism just because of yeah. white people coming in and telling everyone that being dark was bad. And then Indian people always mm-hmm. are trying to impress the colonizer. Always. Indian people, I've noticed that even though the, they've left, Indian people still always want to be like sucking up to the whiteness, you know? Mm-hmm. Are we white enough? Is our car? Is our dog? Is our yeah. house? Yeah. Is our lawn? Everything is like trying to fit you know, whiteness, and that's why they also take on those racist ways of thinking. So it's unfortunate. Super happy for you and your your mom and your dad for just you know sticking it to the man. You know? Yeah, I wonder what my dad was thinking. I wonder because my dad is very light. Yeah, like he is like if you took away his Indian features, he would be like an, oh, an wow. Italian man, maybe like wow, very very fair skin. For and an what's Indian. your mom's skin tone? Like maybe a little darker than mine. Okay. Yeah. So like she's she looks black, but she's okay. not like dark. She's not like dark. She's not. She's just like right in the middle. She's not like you know like South Indians, Bengalis. Sometimes there can be like really dark hues of of black and mm. like you know. And I guess I'm only asking because I'm wondering when you mention your dad's light skin and you mention your mom's uh, skin tone, how do Haitian people 
perceived skin tone. Because I know your dad being lighter for Indians is a privilege. Right. And so for Haitians, like having African descent, you know, a mm. lot of people in Haiti and blackness being very prevalent, what do they feel about dark skin? They uh, they love it. Yeah, Haitians love dark skin. Good. and But when you leave Haiti, it's not so much when you're... Because I've been to Haiti multiple times. Great. And everyone is pretty much like my mom's or or darker yeah. skin tone. Um, but when you leave Haiti, it's very well understood that we are all colors of the rainbow. Mm -hmm. So Haitians are like pretty accepting of all skin types. Like yeah. there's no like stigma of like your skin color yeah it's more of your features <clears throat> it's more of the features part of it so that's where it comes like so like yeah. when i go to haiti people follow me in the streets and stare at me because they're like i've never seen anyone that looks like you and i'm like i'm haitian and they're like no you're not do you feel like they're exclusionary towards you when you're there no okay, haitian awesome. people and i do feel this about the indian culture too but haitian people are the most like accepting, loving people you'll ever meet in your life. Like, I feel like that's a Caribbean vibe it too. It is. It is. It's like you're my brother, you're my sister. Come Colorful on, family. Here and on the out. Yes, in yeah. your heart, in your soul, in your mind. Like Haiti is Haitians are just like love, 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 love. Until you fuck with one, and then it's game over. Like it's okay, like yeah. done. A freezer. Yeah. It's the freezer we all mentality. heard about what you shit you did, <laughs> and now freezer burn. Freezer burn. Exactly. <laughs> it is like you are done, and they will yeah. like they won't just like be like you're done. They'll like curse you. Yeah. They'll be like I I I, I hope that you don't have success for you and your family and your shit. children and your children's children. Yeah. Like it goes deep because. Yeah. Because they're so accepting, they're like, we let you into our how home. Could this, yeah, how, how could, could, could you, you do this to mm -hmm. me? So it's like it's 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 a very weird dynamic. But as far as like like not feeling like welcomed into either one, I my Indian family is very welcoming. So that might be why my mom and dad got together because yeah. my close family in Sacramento is very like, oh yeah, they're kind of like Haitians. They're just like, come on in, we have food. Don't leave hungry. That's amazing. You know all these things. So it's. But it's when I go um, when I go out or like when I'm performing and I like announce myself as being Indian and Haitian, I have people who are of African-American descent or whatever. And they come yeah. up and they're like, oh, I didn't know you were black. Like yeah. uh, you're, you're Haitian. Like, is, are you really Haitian? And that part kind of like it kind of hurts a little yeah. bit because I'm like. I I was raised by my mom. My dad was not really around because he's an alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which we kind of talked about before, but that's like the most Indian thing oh, yeah. about him. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like that's very Indian that he's an alcoholic. He's an alcoholic and had another family in India. So like, we're so you did get to experience having an Indian dad. We there experienced the culture. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my mom raised me mostly on her own, so my cultural upbringing is more Haitian, more yeah. of like that Haitian, like black community. Like that's what I was raised in. But I'm more Indian presenting. Yeah. And so, your name. And my name is Singh. Aurora Singh. Yeah. So it's very confusing to other people. And I'm like, it's confusing to you? Imagine <laughs> how I feel. Okay? I was I went to St. Ignatius in Sacramento. That is an all-white school. I am so confused. <laughs> <laughs> like, who do I talk to? Where do I belong? Do the white people accept me? Nah. <laughs> Are your parents religious? Is your, Does your mom have a religious background? Yeah. My mom is a Carmelite, which is the closest you can be to being a nun oh, without wow. like swearing off dick wait <laughs> oh my god so your mom's a carmelite and has a phd yeah 
Yeah. And decided to not swear off the dick. Yeah. Wonder Woman. Uh, <laughs> She's like, no, no, no. I'll learn all that shit. I'll get my spiritual shit off. But I ain't swearing off that I'm dick. I'm not swearing off that. So, Come on. That's crazy. God put that on that planet for us to enjoy. There you go. Okay, mom. Okay, okay. No, my mom's a badass, yeah. So, so then you went to a Catholic school, though. I went to Catholic school because okay. she practices Catholicism. Yeah. She's very involved in the church. She still is involved with St. Ignatius, the church, and, like, all the religious things in Sacramento. And even, like, the East Coast, she, like, does stuff. For the, I so don't do even, you go to events with her and then do you, no, do you stick out? Okay. I was gonna. No. Wa- I was wondering, do you stick out like a sore thumb in, in some of these events? I mean, I stick out everywhere I go. I, don't, <laughs> I mean, I'm six feet tall. I'm yeah. 250. I'm Indian presenting with dark skin. It's very it, – I, I cannot walk into a room and blend in. It's just not possible. Yeah. And plus I dress like this. Like I'm wearing a zebra print, yeah. mock, mock neck, you know. That's like, good. Take up that space. <laughs> I take up all the space. Good. Take it you know? all up. It, come, it gets to the point now where I travel and I put I wear a hoodie because I find if I don't wear like a hoodie over my head and like a mask, people like want to talk to me. And I'm yeah. like, please leave me alone. Let me just – let me just space. live. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, um, yeah, I just take up space, you know? So I wonder when you were younger then, it sounds like people are more accepting now and welcoming of like your diverse, you know, identity vectors. But when we're younger, kids are assholes. Ugh. And so were you, you know, I just behaved in ways that Indian girls weren't taught to behave. So I didn't feel like I fit in with the Indians. Did you feel that either with either of the groups that you belong with? Like, did you feel that when you were younger from them? I did. Um, and I'm so jealous that you speak the language. That is one thing I, I didn't, I grew up speaking English yeah. and only English because my mom and dad are from different backgrounds. So their common language is English. That's yeah. what they spoke in the house. So that's what I grew up. And then like a little Spanish cause we're in California. Yeah. Right. So, and then also, um, Haiti is, I think considered, uh, a Latin, country also is yeah. one of the latinos oh you yeah know? let's just like, so now you're wow even more you're latino i guess so <laughs> and someone told uh, my friend my my um friend who's mexican told me that two years ago he's like you know haiti's considered a latin country and i was like oh my god don't tell me that <laughs> i'm like having an entire identity like complex right now what's happening <laughs> i know right <laughs> oh, god um but no i'm so jealous you can speak the language i um ha- i did feel that growing up yeah and i do feel that now as an adult yeah still um i feel like i really missed out because the indian culture the punjabi culture and the haitian culture are both so rich yeah. and beautiful and i feel like i missed out learning a lot about both of them because even um even in high school i remember there were girls that were getting ready to do like the Indian performances yeah. and dances and all that. And they're like, Oh, Aurora, come do it. And I was like, I gotta go, I gotta go to basketball practice. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was just, Man, I didn't even have basketball practice. I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. So it's like, I don't know. I like, yeah, I did feel it. Um, growing up, but I also remember hanging out with like my Indian family yeah. and them being like, okay, like let's go into the kitchen and cook. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to go outside and play basketball with, my boy cousins yeah and so they all kind of looked at me um funny for that and but still didn't make me feel like completely out like like an outcast they were just like oh okay i guess that's what aurora does maybe because they're like she's half haitian like maybe we just don't understand her yeah um but i i just did always feel left out and now when i meet that was like it when i was a kid right feeling left out of both cultures i went to uh, haitian events and not being able to speak the language or knowing how to compa was like a big problem. Okay. Do you know what compa is? No. 
Compa is like a dance. It's like a it's like a style of Haitian dance, and it's okay. like you're very close and like in each other's personal space. Is it the one where you look like you're almost humping? Yes. Okay, and yes. but like in the front. Yes, and you oh. do it with family members. It's like not a sexual okay. yeah, thing. Yeah. It's just because a dance. Because that's a culture. Yeah. It's just a dance, and it's beautiful, and that's how they celebrate. But I didn't know how to do it, and it made me feel weird because I was told to assimilate to American culture. Yeah. Because I'm American. And that type of mo- movement and stuff is like, whoa, I'm not used to this. Exactly. And also the Indian side coming in. Mm-hmm. Indian side is like, but not DM, we do not uh-uh. do that. You know, like. <laughs> Indian side is like, we are, da- we are, our, ha- our, ha- in Indian culture, dancing, I feel it's, your hands are making the space. You're like, don't yeah. come. We're Our doing music this? is not like hump and like <laughs> Caribbean music is like bend it over, smack that ass. Hey, we're going to break down all this like oppression that Indian people face. You know, that's... eat some good food, get your hump on. We're wow. all family. We're all family. That's, you know, now that you think about it, your parents, there's layers to the political work they were doing. Yeah. Because like not only are they breaking down racism, they're breaking down stigmatization of sexual expression with Indians. Oh my God! Do like, you think they were thinking all this when they got married, or were yeah. they just like, "You're hot, I'm hot, let's not go to make, make a it baby." Weird for you, but your dad was like, "I'm eating her pussy right now. I'm not gonna let all this Indian shit fuck me up." You know, good for your dad. Yeah, good. Sorry for to make it weird, <laughs> but it must be discussed. It, it was being be. political when he ate that pussy. Good, Good job, parents. I'm proud of them. <laughs> no, I'm really proud of them for that. But yeah, it was like um, it was just weird, you know, always growing up like that and never feeling, never feeling like I belonged at the Haitian events fully or yeah. the Indian events fully. And then being with the white community, I never felt as, like I could assimilate fully to that, even though I was yeah. told to assimilate. But then also, this is your culture. But also, this is your culture. And I'm like, my head is spinning. I'm eight. Can yeah. I go to recess? Yeah. Like, it was like a lot to yeah. take in. And then now as an adult, I'm like, I meet Indian people and uh, I just like, I love my cultures. And yeah. I just feel like I'm not fully accepted by either because I don't know all of the practices and traditions. Like even my wedding, I did some of the Indian traditions and some of the Haitian traditions, mm-hmm. but it felt I felt bad that I wasn't able to like speak more on either like like maybe slightly performative because you're like I yeah. want this to happen so I'm performing it but I wish I could be connected with that thing more. Exactly. Like even I though did... I speak the language, I would feel that too doing yeah. the Indian stuff because I don't I'm also pretty Americanized so I'm I have distance from that too so I'm kind of like I don't know what's yeah I like I like did the bridal henna and I was like it's beautiful but I didn't know enough for me to be like this is why and what and I also didn't do all the Indian traditions when it like you know we do like a whole week right I only did two days or something and I didn't do the all the traditions bad Indian I know I'm a bad Indian woman (laughs) you missed three all events that's four (laughs) days of shit That was a lot of money I could have got, too. You know people bring you gifts and stuff. Right? Always. (laughs) It's never enough, though. It's like, man, it's $50. Your plate was $100. I know, right? But But I wonder, so then with Indian communities with blending in, I don't know know if you felt this then, if you weren't as emerged in it, but did you ever feel, and I think about skin tone, and I'm only asking because, you know, you have um, Haitian, black, mixed in with Indian, which makes your skin tone darker i experienced a lot of colorism when i was younger of you know wearing you know lighter makeup or using those products that lighten your skin because you know we want to be closer to the anglo center and i was always told like kitni kali hogi which means like how black have you gotten is Mm. the did you experience that or do you feel like because you weren't as uh immersed in the indian culture you luckily didn't get to experience that type of colorism with indians 
I didn't I didn't experience that. Yeah. Um I was very close I am very close with my Indian side of the family. Yeah. Um but they n- I, n- I never really got that. I really got that more about my size rather than my skin tone. Oh yeah, that's they go hand in hand. Yeah, being I mean kitni moti hogi, kitni kali hogi, <laughs> fat and dark and you're like, "Oh my oh, god, god, I'm I... never getting married, I guess." There you go. That's that Indian culture yeah, right there. Yeah. You're getting you're getting the brunt of it right there. Maybe my family just that saw sizes. Yeah, maybe my they saw the way that my dad was acting and they're like, "Oh, that's ugly," you know? Yeah. Um but it was more cuz I was like athletically built. Yeah. Um so they were just like, "Wow, you're not like that feminine, soft like that like little waist that yeah. can wear the top of the mm-hmm. outfit, you know, mm-hmm. in yeah. your waist." Just yeah. like, you know, and so that's where I felt it, but really on um I was raised mostly by my mom. And in the Haitian culture, um, big is beautiful. Big means you're healthy. Big means you're rich. Because if you are big, that means you can afford to eat a lot of food, right? So you're rich, you're healthy. The darker you are, the better. Like That means you're outside. You can yeah. like relax. Um, there was no, I didn't really feel any type of way. The only thing I did experience a lot um, with my mom was my whole life. She was like, you need to be softer, I got that all the time. You, because you're you, like you said, you're like I'm louder, but I'm like that's how I was. Like right now, my voice is raspy <laughs> today because yesterday I did a show and I was yelling the whole time because it's so loud. But yes, I have to be softer. I have yeah, to be have demure. To be you need to be nicer to the guys because who's you gonna want to marry a loud ass cackler? Because I yes. laugh. Like. And then my mom would always tell me, "Not everything needs to be everybody's business." And then I grew up and got a microphone. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so sorry, mom. Now it's everybody's business. That's that Indian side in you. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. So it's like, that's the only thing I really like, just like the being softer part was no. like the biggest thing that I experienced. Otherwise, it was yeah. pretty fine. I mean, but those are two huge things I think in Indian cultures. Are you performing femininity to the levels that we think with your body size, with your volume, with your skin tone? Um, and so, yeah. I, I stayed loud. I, never... I stayed loud. There was another thing, though, and this is different. This is the difference between, I think, Haitian culture as an in Haiti versus Haitian culture be, being assimilating to American culture. Yeah. So I went to Haiti with my mom and we went to church mm-hmm. and it's Haiti's hot. Yeah, it's hot. It's very hot. So I was wearing a spaghetti strap. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was 12 Were years you old. The looks? I wasn't getting the looks. I was getting kicked out of church so i went up for communion and everyone started to lose their shit people are screaming at me in creole i'm 12 people are screaming at me. was it inappropriate i was thinking you were getting sexualized at a young age no they were like you can't come into the church like they're all speaking creole right but they're like you can't come into the church like this you got to get out this is this is uh shameful for god like all this stuff and they kicked me and my my mom out of church in Haiti. It's like, they're like, this is shameful to God. Like, why are your shoulders shameful? I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, do you have offensive tattoos on your shoulder when you were like, (laughs) I was going to say when you were 12, but you'd I only have like a few gang tattoos at 12 years old. So that might've been what it was. Maybe it wasn't just my shoulders. I haven't been to Haiti since I was maybe 13, maybe 14 years old. Um, and I know right now Haiti's like considered a do not visit kind of country. Um, but when I went, it was always more just like getting followed and stared at because I don't look Haitian. And most yeah. people who are in Haiti, like in Port-au-Prince, they don't leave. So they see Haitian. So when they see someone who looks like me and I'm with a bunch of Haitian people, they're like, who, what? Uh, uh, it's, you know, they're like confused or like short circuiting. 
But then I come to the United States and I meet Haitians that look like I have cousins that look more um, like Japanese mixed. Yeah, or yeah, Asian. Yeah, yeah, everyone's or, getting mixed. Yeah, everyone's just like fucking around with everyone, yeah. you know. And I came out looking Indian. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe the Haitian genes are just a little bit more weak than we'd like to pride. Maybe, think, yeah, you everyone know? else is taking over. Because I don't know if I saw someone, I wouldn't be like, oh, they look Haitian. I don't know what Haitian looks like. Haitian just looks black. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, who's Haitian? Um, Wyclef Jean is Haitian. Okay. You know, you know, Shakira, yeah. Sh- that guy. Yeah, the black um, guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to do what we do at the end, uh, which is I ask everyone the same question. Um, what toilet appliance what bathroom appliance would we be got exactly it. <laughs> exactly uh it's actually a little it's totally the opposite you're gonna be like wow that one was deep now but no matter who your partner your friends anybody in your life how can someone better love you oh my god that is so deep okay. right you thought in the beginning i was i was gonna hit you with some deep shit but i said you look i'm gonna fucking hit you at the with at the end better love me how yeah. could somebody better love, love me you. oh man accept me and and embrace me and teach me i think that's the best way to love me because i have such a broad background and i'm so proud of where my family has come from and and the cultures that that have built who i am yeah and so accepting the fact that maybe I am just pri- prideful and not n- knowing of all of it yeah. and then also be willing to teach me. So accepting me and be willing to teach me and accept the growth that yeah. I'm willing to put in and, and experience because yeah. I, I love my cultures and I love who I am and I can't change anything about who I am and where I come from. Yeah. It's just me. Yeah. yeah, Haitian, Indian, American, went to Catholic school, <laughs> went uh, to a super white college, Latino, yeah, Latino, <laughs> apparently, comedian, you know, basketball player, all these things, right? Yeah. You know? So teach me, accept me, and love me. That's awesome. it. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks I for like that answer. Me. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for doing this. That's it. We oh wait, wait, it. wait. Oh. Can you say your social medias, all of them, so everyone can find you? Yes. Um. At Aurora Sing Comedy, Aurora like the Disney princess, sing like every Punjab you've ever met, and the word comedy, and if you can't spell comedy, please don't follow me. <laughs> there you go. All right. And what's the name of your podcast that you have with your husband? And um, tell, say, say something about it real quick. Okay. Too. So uh, my husband and I started a podcast called The Love and Comedy Podcast. Um, you can find us on TikTok and Instagram, and we stream on all streaming platforms, uh, YouTube, and everywhere that you listen to podcasts. We started it because my husband is also a stand-up comedian, and we are married, and we've been together in total nine years. So when people find out um, that we're both comics and married, they're always asking us, oh my gosh, who's funnier? Do you guys write out together? Do you, we get the same questions yeah. over and over and over so again. So who's funnier? So, no, just kidding, just um, <laughs> the answer is me, and he knows that. Uh, but we were like you know what people keep asking these questions so it must be interesting let's talk about it so we talk about pursuing love while pursuing comedy is it possible is it not possible we interview comics about their dating life and their comedy life and find out if it's even possible because having two comedians who are both at the same level and grinding at the same level um, and also be fully committed to each other is very rare in our industry 
Yeah. Um, so we decided to just put it out there and it's been going really great. So listen awesome. to it if you can. Yeah, listen to it. Follow Aurora on all the all the platforms that she uh, mentioned. And, uh, you know, thank you so much for everyone tuning in. Uh, uh, like, follow uh, on Spotify and all the social medias for us too. And I always appreciate y'all tuning in and, you know, uh, use sunscreen and, and wash your butts. Yes. yes. Get a bidet. Get, Get a, a bidet. bidet. We about that bidet life. Yes. You can use it for your booty and up front, you know. Yes. Okay. Clean that booty hole. <laughs>